Hello, everyone, and welcome to Cooking with Positivity. I am your host, Zykeia McCoy. Here at Cooking with Positivity, we like to focus on positivity leading to success, whether that be in your business, in your love life, or in your everyday decision making. I'm going to go ahead and kick us off with our positivity poem for the month. Be open to the fresh start and the space to create and build remarkable things in a positive space. Grab hold of your path of unlimited possibilities and phenomenal outcomes. Be the positive thought, creation, and energy you want, need, and would like to see. It is Tuesday, so you know what that means. We're talking about everything from TV shows to hot topics or talk of the towns. When we come back, we're going to be joined by our CWP family member and co-host Kim Biggs. Have you ever wanted to start your own podcast? Well, I have. I have dreamed of starting my own podcast for so long, and I felt it would be a great way to showcase my business as a caterer and a writer and promote my business. And one of my favorite people suggested Anchor to me. And I tried Anchor, and I loved it. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, distributing, and monetizing your podcast. If you want your podcast heard on Apple, Spotify, and everywhere podcasts are heard, then Anchor is right for you. So if you want to live your dream, create your own podcast with easy and great tools such as background and description and distributing your podcast on multiple platforms, go to anchor.fm slash start and start living your dream of your podcast today. We here at Cooking with Positivity are huge on causes that help build up the community and the people in it. We have partnered with Lashbinder, a brand created by celebrity makeup artist, Cassandra McClure, who has created the world's quickest, easiest, and safest tool to apply strip lashes so easily a five-year-old can do it. With every tool sold, a patient who has lost their lashes due to chemotherapy will receive a free lash binder with the buy one, give one campaign. So stop by lashbinder.com and use the code cooking with positivity to receive $5 off and give the gift of beauty to a brave survivor today. Ladies, we never need a reason to fabify ourselves, but we do need the tools to do the job. A few extras here and there never hurt anyone. With lush mink lashes like angel wings and bundles and wigs worthy enough to grace every crown, Blessed Her Hair has just the tools you need to get the job done. Stop by blessedherhair.com and grab the tools to finish fabifying your look today. Cooking with Positivity family. Be sure to tune in on Thursday where we take it back. We'll break down some of our favorite old school jams, the artists who made them huge, and what they mean to us with some fun along the ride. Be sure to join us right here on Cooking with Positivity.
Are you loving what you're hearing and want to hear more? Be sure to check out this amazing, inspiring, and up-and-coming artist and songwriter, Jay Queen. She can be found on Beat Chain, Facebook, and YouTube. Are you looking to expand your gift-giving ideas? Well, you should check out Tipsy Chicks. They have fun and stylish drink accessories and tipsy tags that will turn a mundane life into a party wherever you go. Whether you are going on a camping trip, you can bring your folding chairs and your easily accessible folding flask, or you can start the party while you're waiting in line to get into your favorite hot spot. Be sure to stop by Tipsy Chicks, that's T-I-P-S-Y-C-H-I-C-S dot com today and grab a gift that keeps on giving. We have just celebrated the new year, so that means Valentine's Day is not far off. Be one of the first to grab a Valentine's gift basket with everything set up for a perfect dinner for two. Stop by ZykeiaMcCoy.com or head over to ZRZ Catering and grab your basket today. We here at Cocoon Positivity love to support those who support us. Be sure to tune in for our Fun Free Friday episode where you can be a Fun Free Friday raffle winner and win fun prizes from my business, Lisa Deshawn's business, as well as some of our sponsors and some Cooking with Positivity merch. Happy listening. Are you guys enjoying this episode and want to be a part of the show? Be sure to like, subscribe, favorite, share, and follow us on all social media platforms that involve cooking with positivity. We can be found on Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, and YouTube under Zykeia McCoy. Also on Facebook at Zykeia McCoy Inc. Cooking with Positivity, the podcast page as well as Cooking With Positivity listeners and guest connection group. And ZykeiaMcCoy.com. So make sure you join this positive movement. We would love to hear your story. Welcome back, guys. I want to thank you guys for listening. And be sure to tune in tomorrow for our Riveting host chat as well is a great interview. I'm going to leave you guys with this positive note. Give yourself a break. 
Stop being so hard on yourself to the point where you're stressing out and you're unable to focus and achieve your goals. All right. Give yourself a break, guys. And I hope everybody has a great and positive rest of their day. Good. Now we're going to dive right in because, you know, yesterday was Martin Luther King's birthday. And we had a whole lot of flops. A whole lot of failed attempts at celebrating or capitalizing. Now, did you see any of the failed attempts? I seen one, and then also yesterday in Virginia, you know, they had the rally downtown at the Capitol. I do know that. That took away from Martin Luther King. Um, how did you feel about the rally? It was for gun, for gun. Okay, control. so I felt like you can discuss that, and and then I. Listen, I respect everybody's right to bear arms and things of that nature because it was said that they're taking away legal guns, but the guns that's killing people are the illegal guns, right? So that's a fair point. So those are the guns we need to get off the street. But to do that on Martin Luther King's birthday, I felt like it was an injustice to Martin Luther King, to what that day represents, and to his legacy. Just like I felt Donald Trump Jr. attempting to make the day about his father was a slap in the face to all African Americans and everybody who fought in the civil rights movement. That's true. Because we have to listen to Donald Trump on a daily basis, he's the president right now. So it's not like... Of course you would expect that. To me, they are racist. They are racist. And I would never tell you anything that an African-American man or woman had accomplished. And what, what was said was, okay, Donald Trump has done so much for the African-American community. And that was his way to draw focus, to get everybody talking about Donald Trump, whether it be senior or junior, and take away from Martin Luther King. And I feel like they achieved that because most of the people on Twitter were tweeting about his comments about Donald Trump as opposed to going back and looking at what Martin Luther King Jr. has done for us as a country, not just African-American community, but as a country. That's true. He has given equal rights and all of that. And for for me, for me, I feel like it's like, you know, blasphemous to try to take away from his legacy. Period. And anybody, anybody who's done it, there was a sale where everything black was was half off and it was it was a Caucasian woman and she said yes we think he's handsome and he's a fine black man and we wanted to sell everything black half off in support of Martin Luther King Day again another fail (laughs) because it represents what that day is about but you know some other people who are 
receiving backlash is uh, Meghan Markle. And then they can't even call them um, the prince and princess anymore because they've been stripped of their titles. But who what was it by his choice? No, 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 no. The queen, she has stripped everyone. She has stripped them. His grandmother, she has said that they will not be recognized as uh, royalty anymore. And they will not be addressed as... um... All right, so she took away her grandson, Tyler, that he was born with. Yep. Well, she has stripped them being that they they have left the royal family and the royal court, she has stripped them of their titles. They will not be recognized recognized as your highnesses. They will not be recognized as prince and princess. They will not be recognized as any type of royalty. They are fighting to get a last name right now. He was born with that name, so how is she trying to get a last name? Listen. <laughs> you talk about Queen Elizabeth is trying to take away his name? Yep, she has stripped them of their title already, and they are fighting to get a last name. That is what reports are saying, and he's addressed it publicly. Okay, so they are no longer a member of the HR family. No, they're not. They have been stripped of their HRH. They have been stripped of all of that. Is it, you think it's because that he's married to a, I don't care if you got 1% black, a black woman? I don't think it's that. I think no one has ever really left the royal family like they have, and they're doing it in such a public way. And they did it to, they did it to Princess Diane. I see, that, that's my thing. Like, But it's not as public. Because they're at the height of the royal, the royal, what is it? Right, because Charles would never become the king. It was, it, it, it was the two brothers. Right. Harry and, yeah, I can't think of his name. It, it lost my mind. One of the two sons was going to come the king, which we know the oldest one. He would have became the king. Then, if he would have had passed on, then the youngest one would have became the king. Right. And so, I think it's their the way that they exited, and the way they're going about it. They're trying to set themselves apart, which again I commend them for because that royal family is a lot to take in. It's a lot to deal with. And then on top of that, you know they have real-world issues. They want their privacy. And they are noted to be threatening to take legal action against the paparazzi for taking pictures of them, you know, outside of the the designated or, you know, permission, without permission. Yes, I think this has been leading up for a while. Because the two brothers has been, as they say, have been arguing a lot too. Mm-hmm. And we know that um, the wives did not like each other. <laughs> yeah, we got so, that. It just, I mean, I just think that he, he, 
want to follow his mother's footsteps. He want to live a private life. He don't want being up every time he can't, you can't live. And how can you live and how can you live comfortably that you can't even walk out your door where like you got somebody standing across the street stalking you just to take a picture? And that's, I get that. But the question is, should they take legal action when she is trying to get back into the acting world? That comes with paparazzi as well. So it's a, like, it's a toss up. Because they're not living like they're supposed to live as the, as the institute program you to live. But that was the issue also with Diane. She didn't want to live it. She didn't want to live like that. She, like she said, I ain't gonna live. They always show the same interview over and, and that woman has been passed. Be, bless her soul. It was too many people in this marriage. Exactly. And speaking of marriage, uh, Jennifer Aniston and Brad Pitt have reunited at the SAG Awards. They have been talking about this all week long since. Okay, do you think they reunite just for the premiere, or do you think they reunited in a relationship? I don't think they're going to be back into a relationship. That's just my personal opinion. I mean, that man put that lady through a world of hurt publicly. And it's one thing to, you know, go through marital issues, infidelity issues, you know, behind closed doors, but to go through it publicly. And then she had to watch him and Angelina Jolie have family and stuff that she wanted to have with him. True, but it's not like she didn't move on. She did get married herself. And she did. But, again, the way that they broke up and the way that things fell apart, I would think that it's too much hurt for her to just say, oh, I'm going to be back in a relationship with him. We're going to be. Because him and Angelina Jolie, they just finalized their divorce. True. They just finalized everything, and he made a, you know, a little, a little jokey joke about being single, and he, him putting his SAG award on his uh, dating profile, and you know they pivoted to Jennifer Aniston, and then when she accepted her award, he stopped backstage and watched her on the screen, like he stopped dead in his tracks. So they're saying, and then they had like an encounter on the red carpet where they whispered something to each other. Okay, but you know, you don't think that two people who's in a relationship and whatever happened in the relationship that but theirs was just public because they are public, they're in a public eye. But what happened in a relationship happens every day to people who's not in a public eye, who's not actresses, who not actresses, who not famous football players or basketball players. It happens to people every every day. So, so you're in a relationship and your man cheats. You're in a relationship and your woman cheats. And I get that. Look, but I don't know. I don't think, I don't think it, it's because that happened so many years ago. You got to think about it. They both moved on. They both moved on and maybe they could 
come to a point, because within yourself, you have to have your own self-healing, that maybe she got to the point that, hey, I moved on, I let go of that hurt, and him or her, we don't know what really happened. Maybe they have been communicating for a while. Maybe they talked it out in private, like they should, and now they can have a cordial conversation with each other. Well, that is definitely a possibility. Like I said, I don't think, I think they can be great friends because they've known each other. Look, they grew up together. It's not like they're not definitely familiar with each other, but I don't see, I don't see them dating. So I guess, I guess that's going to be our question of the week. Okay. Do you see yourself getting back with an ex? who has caused you hurt, et cetera, whatever you want to call it, whatever caused y'all to break up, do you see yourself getting back with them after years have gone by? That is the question of the week. Yeah, other news. Did you ask yourself that question? Could you see yourself getting back with an ex? I have asked myself that question, but... I try to make it a rule not to go back, especially if it's a whole lot of a whole lot of hashing out that needs to be done. Now I can be friends with my exes, of course, <coughs> but as far as trying to make a relationship work, I don't know. So you can never go back. I didn't say never. I said I try to make it a point not to go back. Okay, so it will be a possibility that you might get, if y'all talk it out, if this person has changed, this person is off front for it and admit, because it takes two. And I always need that. You have, I have my part in it, and then you have your part. But sometimes, I shouldn't say that, because there are men and women who are seriously blindsided. I did not see this coming. I did not see him or her stepping out on me. I've been faithful. I've been a good listener. I have been there physically, emotionally, there, and I and I didn't see it. And that has so, been me in a lot of my relationships. So I definitely understand what you're saying. But again, I don't know. I don't know if for me personally, I could go back. Because I, even though we hash it out, I still would be mindful of, you know, those transgressions or whatever the issue was in our relationship. And I wouldn't say I'd be expecting it because people can change. True. But you have to be smart about it. And you have to know that there's a possibility that this person may not change. And you have to also be okay with that, too. That's true, too. But I believe that we will have to have some serious serious counseling. I will have to have a third party come in that's not biased so he could put out what he needs to put out on the table. I could put out what I need to put out on the table. And and we got to Communicate. It has to be a communication. Think about going back. See, that's the thing. Most men don't want to do counseling. 
I can think of multiple relationships that don't want a God-fearing man. A God-fearing, now, that's why I would like, I would like a God-fearing man in my life. That if you really love me, as the saying goes, when a man say, I love your dirty draws, then if you love my dirty draws so much, then you will be willing to go to counseling so we we can work this out. If you're not willing to go to counseling, then I I can't go back. I can't consider it. I will have to just walk away. And I know in time, time, I can't tell you how much time, I will heal my heart and I will move on. See, that's my thing. That's why I don't know personally if I would be able to go back. Now, again, I'm able to be friends with my exes. I have no problem with being friends. But I know at a certain point, once a relationship reaches a certain point, whether that be friendship, boyfriend, girlfriend, 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 boyfriend, boyfriend, whatever. Once it reaches a certain point and you have reached your limit of stuff that you cannot take anymore, you know there's a certain there's a certain limit that everybody reaches that we have to be mindful about. True. And, and so I, I, I cannot go back because I'm at a point in my life that I'm trying to remove all negativity. So I, I toxic people, friendships, even family members. I'm I'm removing them out my life. So I, see. I don't think that I will be able to go back. I can forgive. I see you. Hey, how you doing? And I'm gonna keep it moving. Okay. I don't want to be a friend. Listen, I don't want to be a friend. <laughs> I don't want to be a friend. We talked about that. We talked about that. We talked about that, you know, last week. <laughs> so we're not going to go rehash that old information. But in other news, Pink shared a candid letter to herself. Now, I think everybody should write a letter to their younger self once they reach a certain age and a certain point in their life. I feel like everybody needs to do this to reflect. You know, Tyler Perry also uh, wrote a letter to himself. And he posted it up on his Instagram for his 50th birthday. And I feel like that is an amazing thing to do. That is an amazing way to reflect. You can give yourself advice. You can, you know, plan for your future. You can say if you achieve your goals and where you imagine yourself would be at this age. I think that is an amazing exercise, and I encourage anybody and everybody to do this. Have you ever written a letter to yourself, to your younger self? Yes, I have. And my question is, now that Tyler Perry and, and Pete did it, it's a big thing? No. A lot of people have been doing it for a very long time, but that's what I'm saying. People have been doing it for, for a very long, long time. And now that because... Tyler Perry did it. Pink did it. Everybody going to jump on the, on the wagon. The wagon already been jumped on. Well, so, I feel like they have encouraged others who have not thought to do this or have not been as vocal about doing it. I think that has brought them to the forefront with doing it. And I find that that to be amazing. I'm always for, you know, positive progress. And I think, because I, like I said, I've done it. I have done it. I've written many letters to myself. One person that I truly follow, and I advise a lot of people to follow this young man. His name is Trent. 
He's on Facebook. I have been following him for a while. I love him. He gives you positivity. He tells you, you're going to have some rough days. You're going to have some days that you don't want to get out of bed. You're going to have them days that you feel like you are just strictly alone with no one. And he, he works with, I mean, it's like, it's like a counseling what he does. And I love Trent. He has, what, over one-something million followers. He's a very good inspirational teacher. He talks he talk about self-love, self-help. I follow him. All right. Well, that's, that's a, a good plug. Make sure you guys go follow Trent. And if you're not following Kim on Facebook, definitely follow her today so you can find out exactly which Trent and you can get the link. Yes. Now, in other news, uh, Payless is making a comeback after filing for bankruptcy. Are you excited about this? I know I am. I love me some Payless. Yeah, I like Payless. Now, they're coming back. They're coming back smaller at first because they're going to open up e-commerce stores to start off. And then they're going to start off branching out into a few locations, kind of like when they first came out and they first got started. See, that's the problem. When Payless first came out, they was booming because they had nice shoes at affordable prices. Then they started competing with the big prices. And I went to Payless myself a couple times like, oh, I ain't paying this price for this shoe. Just pay that. So they started reaching higher and higher, but their quality of shoe was the demeanor prices of the shoes that they were selling. So I hope that they learned their lesson. I don't, I'm not saying I don't want Payless to sell no cheap-ass shoes, cheap shoes, but do what you start off doing. That's what I'm saying. At that price where people can afford. Well, <laughs> they're making a comeback. So you guys just make sure you look out for uh, your pay less e-commerce stores to be popping up. They haven't set a uh, schedule. They mm-hmm. haven't set any calendar dates, but they're going to start with the e-commerce. And hopefully they'll have some good quality shoes at some good quality prices. Yes. At some affordable prices. Now, uh, 